0: Okay, Blake, I've been working on some jingles for our new website launch. So I've got churchy,
1: churchy, church, church gear. To, to, Toby, what have I told you about singing on the podcast? It doesn't work. But you know what is working? Our new website. You can actually get it to load on your phone. You can actually buy a new piece of gear without your phone bursting into flames. Well, what if I spelled it out like C-H-U-R-C-G-E-A-R? To, Toby, Toby, stop. That is not working. But you know what is working? The search bar on our website. You can actually search speakers and speakers will appear. No joke, that didn't always work.
0: Okay, what if I just did something like go to churchgear.com? Uh you know what? That one works. Blake, what church comes to mind when I say most well-known churches in America?
1: Well, you know the church that's on every corner. Church is chicken. Welcome to the Church Gear Podcast, where we pull the tech director out of the booth and onto the stage to share the most outlandish stories and hidden wisdom from the tech trenches. And now, here are your hosts. I'm your host, Blake Hodges, the only guy at Church Gear to have accidentally maced himself in the face. And I'm here with my other co-host of the Church Gear Podcast, a man who definitely knows the difference between perfume and mace, Toby Walters.
0: Uh, You've seriously maced yourself
1: in the face? Yeah, so you know how your parents will put stuff up on the fridge when you're young and you shouldn't touch that stuff because it's on the fridge? I touch that stuff. I was like, what's up? Your parents had
0: mace on the fridge.
1: My mom did. And so I was like, I see this and I think, oh, it's perfume. And so I'm like, I sprayed in my hand because I want to smell it. And then I put it up to my nose. And the next thing I know, I'm running outside screaming because my like face is on fire. Wow. So
0: was your mom using this mace on your dad? Was he trying to get a little posse? So she was
1: Oh, I, you know, I'm sure she'd use the opposite. She'd probably, they're wild animals. She'd probably use some, um, what's it called? Pheromones, actually, the you, reverse. You just
0: put out on our podcast that your parents are wild animals.
1: Hey, my parents are proudly still in love. And I love that. They're, you know, they old and they still, they still love each other. Wow.
0: I feel like we desperately need a transition here. So let me get back to the opening ask of most well-known churches in America. <laughs> so I don't know that this has necessarily changed, but... 10 or 15 years ago on Sunday morning, I think it was ABC or CBS, one of the networks, you'd have Joel Osteen followed by Ed Young Jr. And so in my mind, these were the biggest churches in America, Lakewood and Fellowship. So uh, I was 10, 12 years ago. I was leading worship at a church in Houston on a Sunday morning and Shelly, my wife and I, we went out to Houston on Saturday afternoon and the church was going to put up us up in a hotel on Saturday night. And we thought to ourselves, well, we're in Houston on a weekend. Let's go see what this Lakewood thing is all about. So we went to the Saturday night service and you get there and Blake, you know, it's in like the former Houston Rockets arena Oh, nice. Yeah. So it's a basketball arena, seats 18,000 people. So we get there, and of course, there's, you know, hundreds of people milling about, and it's a little confusing to know where to go. Sounds like you might be at Disneyland. It, a little bit. That'd be Saddleback. Mm. But yeah, this would be kind of like uh, Tomorrowland. Okay. So there are all these people in gold jackets. And you assume, okay, the people in gold jackets must be, you know, the ushers or the helpers or something like that.
1: I would assume they're the NFL Hall of Fame members because they get a gold jacket.
0: But, you know, celebrities in Houston might be there. So I go up to one of the people in a gold jacket. And, of course, I have no shame. You know this about me. Oh, same. My wife's like, please don't embarrass us. I said, no, I, I got this. Like, we're fine. And so I go up to one of them and I say, hey, we've never been here before. What do we do? And this person, I felt like, you know, we had told them we won the lottery. They were so excited. They said, whoa, hold on. Let me get on the radio. So they pull out their walkie-talkie. And do you even know what a walkie-talkie is, Blake?
1: Yeah, it's like a box that you talk into. Wow. It's like a big phone. It's a chunky phone. Sure. We'll
0: call it that. So they, they get on the radio and they say, we've got some VIPs coming. Please, you know, make way. So they escort us to this private elevator and we go in this elevator and they take us all the way down to the floor it's like being on the floor of a basketball arena i mean it's not hardwood court but if you've ever been in arena like you know there's the floor and then there's like stadium seating that goes up all around it so they take us down to the floor and then they escort us up to the front i think it was about 20 rows and they pull back the velvet rope Oh my goodness. They literally had velvet ropes for the front 20 rows for like VIPs.
1: At some point, a Chick-fil-A marketing person hung out with this church and was like, here's how you, here's how you bring someone in and make them feel special.
0: They did that for sure. So they pulled back the velvet ropes. They escort us to like the third or fourth row. They find two seats right there and they say, here you go. And so we sit down and it's maybe 15 minutes before the service is starting. And I kid you not. I mean, you said Disneyland, there are literally families taking photos in front of the stage. No. Yes. No. So it was, you know, it was very much what you see on TV with Lakewood. It was, you know, an incredibly done service. The music was totally over the top and perfect. And then, Osteen and his wife did a message together and it was very Osteen style. So, you know, all opinions aside, it was exactly what you would expect, you know, watching it on TV and then experiencing it in real life. It was quite the show.
1: Well, it's nice when something is actually uh, as you expect it. Most things in life are never, never as good or they're much below. So it's cool to have it just be right at expectations. So
0: I hit Lakewood and then you still got Fellowship. Cause these two follow each other on TV for years. So I thought, okay, well someday I got to see fellowship at well as well. So it didn't end up being a weekend service, but fellowship called up church gear. No way. Like three or four months ago and said, Hey, we've got all this gear. Like, Churches sometimes do with church gear.
1: And did they keep their that gear behind a velvet rope that they had to? They did not. Oh, darn it. So some of
0: the fun things I knew about fellowship, I mean, my family lives in Dallas, Fort Worth area. So I've actually driven by the campus on the freeway several times. But I remember there were stories that Ed Young Jr. had. Um, I know he has a clothing line, but he, I think it was a, a Corvette at some point that he drove onto stage and like was part of his message on a Sunday morning was a real Corvette. Talk about like, you know, going big. Yes. So we, uh, Church Gear is actually Charlie and I, our Texas guy, we show up at Fellowship Church. And the first thing we do is walk through their like shipping and receiving area. And as we're walking through, they have all their UPS packages sitting there. And one of them caught my eye because it looked familiar Oh,
1: did it Did it have something beautiful on it? Blake, you're the brand guy. What comes on our packages? It has our Church Gear branded packing tape that it I sure love does. so much.
0: So Ugh. I'm walking through Fellowship's shipping and receiving area, and there's a Church Gear box sitting there. And I'm so confused because we're there to buy their gear. But apparently they had already bought gear from us. We had shipped it, and it was sitting there in their like receiving
1: pile. So are you telling me that our gear box was very easily identifiable? Yes, it was. All right, give me a raise. Great, keep That's going. That's right. <laughs> Wrong. Wait, no. You're fired. Give you Chris but, a raise because he put that tape on there. But
0: it was so cool getting and, you know, I'm excited to talk about this on this episode, but they gave us such a proud tour of their facilities and their production uh, setup. And what they just kept going to over and over and over again is we don't spend unnecessary money on things we don't need. We want to be good stewards of the funds we've got. And so, you know, we've still got Our original camera package HD from like 2002. Nice. We don't need to go 4K. It's unnecessary. So it was very surprising to go to a place that you assume is one of the biggest and richest churches in America who is actually very frugal and responsible in their production gear purchases.
1: That is so refreshing. Well, speaking of being refreshed, I'd like to refresh y'all's ears with uh, a different voice than ours the audio engineer herself, Alexa Ross. Alexa, welcome to the podcast.
2: Hi, guys. How are you? It's
1: good to have you on. So so where are you recording from?
2: So I am actually in our broadcast area. Um, so this is one of the areas that I mix from on the weekends and goes to our campuses and goes to our FC live stream. Um, yeah. So I'm in our, in our broadcast studio.
0: And Blake didn't even mention it, but you are at Fellowship Church That's That's in what Grapevine. I
1: was leading there. Yeah. <laughs> so... Alexa, are you allowed to lie at church? Because I'm about to ask you to lie to us.
2: Oh, dear. <laughs> All right.
1: Which I determined when I was a janitor at a church in high school that if you commit a sin in church, it's a double sin. So I do apologize for that. But oh, boy. <laughs> I'm going to read your truce and a lie. Me and Toby will make a guess. When we say we've locked it in, you'll let us know what the real lie is. Sound good? I'm ready. All right. Number one. I once had to escort a 13-year-old fangirl off the stage at an Andy grammar show
0: was that you Blake or you that 13 year old you know fangirl? I do
1: put a wig on sometimes to go to shows and not be judged number two at the Chicago Bears Christmas party I had a player ask if I could refill his drink but I handed him a microphone instead wow Texans birth let's find out I want this to be so true yeah I started mixing when I was in seventh grade I bet that one's true when I was in eighth grade Ben Folds monitor engineer offered me a job to come out on the road with them. Now, Blake, do you know who Ben Folds is? Um, he's a great, great musician. Yes. That's who he the is. Way to
0: cover up your lack of knowledge.
1: So, okay, this is great. Cause this is like that time that you got offered to go out on the road with red heart chili peppers. Um, Okay, I've lost count. Number five, I think. I mixed monitors for Brett Michaels, the head singer of Poison, and was offered a job on the road. People are trying to get you to go on tour, Alexa. I mean, and here you are. You're still very clearly working uh, at Grapevine. And then uh, number six, I have a K through six teaching license and a master's in nonprofit administration. Alexa, I was really hyped to have you on the podcast because uh, you're really cool and you're a mix, you know, you're a tech director and now i have deep regrets because you're so accomplished and you're 26 you're making me look terrible this is great
0: (laughs) okay so we got to figure out this lie now another question is do you know who poison is or brett michaels blake
1: um i know that the one is a band Uh, and one will kill you
0: um no brett michaels isn't the band poison is the band oh well, gosh, your cultural awareness is shockingly
1: limited. I actually, this is real. Last night, my uh, my buddy Ben Davis texted me and he said, you don't know who Tool is? And like was just grilling me.
0: So he was listening to an episode of yeah, ours.
1: Yeah. I was like, oh no, my friends are starting Alexa, to see. Alexa, this
0: is not a bit we do. Like Blake doesn't know anything about pop culture. It's scary.
1: I'm a movie critic, but I just don't, I don't follow music that much.
0: Yeah. I'm a movie critic for everything Adam Sandler made after 2014
1: that's actually a really good joke because so I have no rebuttal. I, that was good. All right, let's get this lie because I really want a lot of these stories because most of – I mean, all of these, but one are true. Um, okay. Mm. She, I'm going
0: gonna, I'm gonna to just guess that she – the lie is that she started mixing when she was in seventh grade. Like, I feel like the rest of it, I all want that to be true, and I feel like she's just throwing us an easy one. Like, no, I actually started when I was in tenth grade or something like that.
1: The number does typically – yeah, that's where they they throw you – I'm going to say it was the Chicago Bears Christmas party because it was actually a Dallas game, but she changed the NFL team name. All right. Our lies are locked in. What is the lie, Alexa?
2: So it's actually that when I was in ninth grade, Ben Fold's monitor engineer offered me a job. I was not in eighth grade, but all the rest of them are very, very true.
1: Wow. <laughs> she got us both. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. She's so very, very were great. you the brick that Ben Fold sung about and you know, that song, she's a brick and I'm drowning
2: slowly.
1: Cause you'd turned him down.
2: Yeah. yeah. They were not, they were not pleased that I uh, said no, but I was a freshman in high school and felt like I can't drive a car. I probably shouldn't, <laughs> shouldn't go out on the road yet. Okay.
0: Um, so how in the world did Benfold's team get your name as a freshman in high school?
2: So um, I every year do um, a really big jazz festival um, in Indiana, and um, we had him out one year um, to the jazz festival. And I've become really good friends with a lot of the a lot of the people who kind of put on this festival. And so Ben's Fold's guys were out, um, and we had just solved a lot of issues for them. They had all kinds of travel issues, all kinds of like crazy things kind of happened to them in, in the middle of summer. And um, so I they walked in super late from a rehearsal uh, or what was supposed to be a rehearsal. And um, I had everything like set up and ready to go and their show files like ready to load. Um, and I was like, why don't y'all go get something to eat in the green room? Like I'll load your show files and get everything set. Um, and you could tell they were like all antsy because they needed, you know, they were ready to go. And I sent them off to the green room and I was like, no, seriously, go like get a drink of water, take a deep breath. Like you've had a trip getting here. Um, I got them all set. They came back out about 20 minutes later. Um, and things were like spot on, which I guess never happens. Um, and so I, um, spent most of the afternoon, you know, kind of hanging out with them and, and attending to all their little things. Um, and at the end of the night, their current monitor engineer was like, Hey, I don't know. Um, like (laughs) what your plans are. Like, I want to retire in the next year. Um, like, would you be interested in, in like taking over for me? And it was at that point that I told him I was a freshman in high school and he was like, Oh, so you want (laughs) to come out on the road? (laughs) And I was like, I don't know. Let me talk to my dad. Um, he's like calling my dad and I was like, dad, Ben this guy just offered me a job. And he was like, okay, I'll be in there in a minute, whatever. Um, and, and so they talked for a while, um, and then things kind of never just kind of never panned out. Um, and I, I didn't end up going out on the road with them, but it was just super cool. Like, penfold, seriously.
1: (laughs) Okay. So... We've got a lot of questions for you, but man, on this, like these lies I've, or these truths, I got to get some more info. So uh, you were you were tempted to go out on the road a lot of times, but you never did. So, and you still have not So I guess, you know, being a church tech is probably just more, is more enjoyable for you than like the road doesn't tempt you then.
2: So it's, it's a funny, a funny space to be in. I, my, my dad owns a production company. And so I grew up doing this. Um, I got into engineering because I wanted to hang out with my dad. Um, and so I was like, oh, let me like learn how to run sound. So I got to, I got to spend time with him while we did that. Um, and so I, I've had all of these offers, but we do a lot of really cool shows. What I love is that we don't do the same thing every weekend. So that's, that's like the draw of, of not going on the road is that it's the same show every night, you know, for seven weeks. And yeah, you get to like see a lot of cool places, but I would rather do in a week, I'd rather do seven different shows in seven different places um and get to experience different content and experience different places um, rather than do the same thing. Um, so you love
1: the challenge.
2: all Always. Oh, I love it. Yes. <laughs> okay. One
1: last thing before we get to her, her interview questions. Cause so you handed a Chicago bears player, a mic instead of a drink, like how, how boss did you feel? How old were you when you did that?
2: So I was in 11th grade when I did that, I had driven up, they, I, I know one of the, um, former players. And so he called me and was like, Hey, like we want to do this Christmas party. Um, like, can you come up and do it? You've taken care of me with all these other things. Um, I was, yeah, sure. We'll come up. So we, we go to this country club somewhere in a very nice part of Chicago. And, um, he, he was performing because he's a rapper. Um, and so he was performing at a Christmas party and it was just one of these, like, I was kind of hanging out over in the corner, didn't really want to be like super involved, kind of sight unseen right in my black, my black clothing right? <laughs> um, at this super fancy Christmas party. And this guy was like, oh, can I get a new, can I get a new drink? And I was like, no, but you can have this. <laughs> and I handed him a microphone and he was like, oh, I don't want that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you could have oh. said anything in that moment, but you didn't want it.
1: That is so, man, that is so satisfying. So then like, what is it like going from mixing monitors for guys like Brett Michaels to mixing monitors at fellowship? I mean, that's, those are pretty big, different things I would imagine.
2: Well, first off, there's about 110 dB difference. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Fellowship's louder, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. (laughs) I mean, Ed
0: Young is a rock star.
2: He is, he is. And he likes it loud, which I'm all about. Um brett michaels does not use in-ears um so he has two um minimum requirement of two 15 inch wedges in front of him and then um side fill and so it runs about 110 120 db on the stage um from years of of running it that loud he just needs it needs it loud um and i literally like take the microphone and stick it into the wedge um you know that i (laughs) my favorite compliment i think i've ever gotten while running monitors is it didn't feed back once when Brett was singing. That never happens. I was like, Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's incredible. It's a
0: miracle um, worker right there.
2: Yeah. So at fellowship we're on, we're all on in ears. Um, so my stage volume is a lot less, um, and I can control things quite a bit more. Um, there's, there's no wedge for you to stick your, your vocal mic into. Um, uh, I would also say Brett, you know, Brett Michaels, I I was right there with him on stage. You know, I could, I'll, some of the stages we were on, I could like reach out and touch him. Wow. Um, right. Versus at Fellowship, I'm behind a curtain. Um, and that has been super challenging because um, I'm used to being like in line of sight at all times. Um, and so now, you know, musicians having to come back and talk to me um, has been pretty hard um, just in that communication. Cause that is what I, that's what I do really, really well. Um, I get, you know, comments all the time about like, I've never had an engineer look at me the whole time. Like I do not take my eyes off, off the stage. Um, and, and it's, I can't do that at fellowship. So we've had to learn different ways to communicate in different ways to get people, um, you know, what they need so that they can, lead worship the way that they need to so that we can have a congregation that can engage in worship the way that they need to.
0: So I remember seeing your Monitor World at fellowship and so you were yeah. still working on the trusty old PM1D. Yeah, old faithful. Yep. <laughs> We've got a couple of those in the shop. Um is like is your heart still with the PM1D or are you thinking like when can we get something new?
2: Yeah, I Okay. I'm going to make some enemies. I I love the PM1D. I really do. It does what I need it to do for this moment. Um, it has some quirks. It has some things that I'm like, okay. Like I have right now, I have like several faders that don't even like work. I'm in the process of putting new ones in, but it's a whole ordeal. Um, uh, you know, and that's, but it also has so many inputs that it's not a huge deal because I can still fit all 64 channel of my, 64 channels of my snake into the desk and not worry that there's a couple faders that are a little weird. Um, so I think that the PM1D has served us so well for so long. The desk is older than I am, which is so funny. Wow. Um, I know. That's amazing. <laughs> I know. I know one uh, of our guys it,
0: at church gear, he was a monitor engineer on the road for years. And yeah. anytime we ask him, you know, favorite board of, board of all time, he's like, just give me a PM1D and a bunch of 58s and that's all
2: I need in this world. Yeah. It sounds so good, yeah. right? <laughs> like, there's a reason Bon Jovi only only tours with a PM5D. Like, that is, it sounds incredible. Um, yeah. But it is, It's definitely shows its age. <laughs>
1: you, you know, when she described that board, she was like, it gets me what I need. It's kind of quirky. Kind of sounds like what that board is to Alexa. I am to you, Toby, you know? Gets you what you uh, need. Kind of quirky. I don't, kind of quirky is the understatement of the year, Blake. All right. I was fishing for a compliment there. I didn't pull up anything. but Now, we'll, we'll let's tr- talk
0: about a tech issue that Blake wouldn't understand, but I but, think it's a moment of education for him. And
1: I know the words to say the
0: question. Well, I want to explain the context is that Fellowship is what, like half a mile from DFW Airport? One of the yep. largest airports in the world. And now ask the question, Blake, and let's, let's have Alexa educate you.
1: Oh, let's do it. So how does being right next to the DFW airport affect your wireless frequency issues? And is it tough being that close to, you know, the Dallas Cowboys? Cause you know, terrible team, just a <laughs> terrible God forsaken team.
2: Terrible. So the airport causes me a headache on a daily basis. Um, it's, it's a huge deal. So I run, um, I run eight channels of Axiant. I run, um, 28 channels of ULXD and then another 30 channels of PSM 900s Um, so I have a ton of wireless in the building and that's just in my worship center. Plus in like in my student wing and my kids wing, um, like they all have wireless, it's insane. So the airport is a huge deal. I scan about every two weeks. I do a frequency scan, um, and, and just see what's here because it's always changing. It's always moving. Um, and, and truthfully, Sunday mornings are, are worse frequency wise. Um, if I do a scan, then if I do it like in the middle of the week, um, which it's very confusing to me, and I don't I don't fully understand um, like why <laughs> why that is. Um, but I, I spend a, a lot of time and a lot of energy nailing down frequencies, trying to get things in, which is is sort of our push now to move towards axient, right? Because axient takes such a smaller width out of your um, out of your pie, right? If you if you imagine wireless frequencies as a as a piece of pie. Um, and you can have all of these, all of these things I can get in a normal slice of pie, which would be like a ULXD or a PSM 900, right? It it might be, you know, this size. Well, in that size triangle, I can get three or four bands of axion. And so you get a lot more as the frequencies start to go down. Um, and then, you know, the government selling off T-Mobile uh, to, or two T-Mobile and those, that 600, that really messed us up. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to swap out a bunch of gear for that. Yeah. I love, uh,
0: you know, we see posts all the time of churches saying, Hey, I have this old 600 series. Can I still use it? And then of course you have, you know, 50,000 comments that come. And, you know, if you're in podunk, Indiana, is somebody going to come knocking on your door for your 600 wireless series? No, but I'm guessing if you are broadcasting right next to DFW airport, you might get in a little bit of trouble.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I guess that's tough. That's a that's a tough technical issue. Also, I'm a Washington Commanders whatever they're calling them fan by birth. So that's what the the comment was from. Are you are you a Dallas Cowboys fan being in a in the area?
0: She's a Bears fan if she was at the Christmas party.
2: I don't I don't follow um
1: It's called football sports,
2: which is funny, <laughs> but I don't. I
1: thought she was about <laughs> to say I don't really follow sportball. Oh, no, that was great. Um okay, you know actually I'd really like to go back to something you said earlier. Uh, You mentioned how you were always like locking eye contact as a monitor engineer, and that was really helpful. Um, Now that you can't at church and you said you'd found ways to overcome that. What's been a way or two that y'all have um, continued communication when you can't, you know, have eye contact?
2: Yeah. So we do a couple of different things. We, um, we do a band rehearsal, um, that I spend a lot of my time out on the stage. Um, and my, my band members have talkbacks, um, so they can talk to me and those are in my ears at all times. Um, so they, they can talk to me. Do they whenever, have to even say their
0: the name? Like, Hey Alexa, this is Bob, please turn up my.
2: So uh, that's a, it's a great question. When we first started, yes, because if I you couldn't can't see them-, them, right. Right. I couldn't differentiate their voices. I now 90% of the time can, can differentiate their voice enough. Um, But I'm like training up a new um, monitor volunteer. And so I've had to coach them again of like, remember this, like you need to either tell me what instrument you play or like what your name is um, so that we can keep in communication. Um, So that has been really, really helpful. Um, We use OptiGate. So they are little add-ons to the end of your SM58s um, or any microphone it, and what it does is it turns it off. It's literally a gate that does it on its own. Um, and then as you stand in front of it, um, or put like a piece of paper in front of it or whatever, it opens. Um, so those have been really, really helpful for us. Um, and then for a musician or for our vocalists, um, there's this constant kind of back and forth. Um, we leave the curtain open during rehearsal. Um, and so our, our vocalists come back and forth, walk back, um, and we'll talk to me, and then we'll go back out. Um, and if we get new vocalists, it's a reminder of like, I'm not a mind reader. I don't know what you like. I'm gonna guess the best that I can, but you need to come back and tell me. Like um, that—that's been a huge ongoing conversation with a lot of our vocalists, especially ones that are not on staff. Um, of hey, I I need to know what you like, and I um, want to help you, and I'm here to help you, and I'm here to make sure that you have like the best experience you can. Um, And so, so you gotta you gotta come and talk to me. Um, yeah, and yeah, you've me gotta, you gotta you like, gotta
1: pick up that walkie-talkie and and tell me <laughs> that box. Pick, pick it up. Pick up the fat phone.
0: So um, going back to what I had said about you know kind of being impressed by the tour when I was there that you guys gave me and the pride you had. Obviously, you have a huge production going, but it seems like you found a way to maximize a budget even in that large a production. So, you know, talk to us about what your guys's approach is and then how that can also translate to other churches that are trying to figure out where to spend dollars and where they shouldn't.
2: Yeah. I think that is a huge conversation. I think we have leaders that are, have a lot of discernment about like what's important right now. Um, we have a lot of discussions about like, is that, is that mission critical? Is that weekend critical? Um, so at, at one of our campuses this week, um, they dropped one of their their handhelds and the antenna is no longer transmitting. That's weekend critical, right? So I pushed POs through this week um and and by about 2 30 today need to order um you know a, a replacement stick for them. That's weekend critical it's worth the six hundred dollars we're gonna buy that. Um, I you know conversely this week also had an appointment or a, a meeting with um some integrators at our Dallas campus um, about, Hey, are we, you know, we're looking to maybe upgrade our outdoor audio. Um, You know, is that something we're interested in? Okay. They got a number back to me and I'm like, okay, for that number, you know, I take that to our executive um, staff and say like, Hey, this is the number. Um, I think this is high. I think this number is high. I think we could buy the materials and I could install it um, and just have them come in and program and tune it. Um, you know, for this money, like does that feel realistic? Um, so it's a lot of presentation to um, you know, my boss and and that team of does this feel worth it? Does this feel mission critical? Does this for the gospel for the, the gospel? Is somebody not going to hear the gospel this weekend because of X, Y, and Z? If the answer is even remotely yes, we we will not hesitate to pull that trigger. Um if it's like, well, maybe or is this a value we hold is this a hospitality value we hold is this a um is this going to enhance someone's experience yeah okay well then let's get it done or can it enhance somebody's experience in six weeks you know I think frequently from finance we'll hear like hey we love this we want to do this can it wait six weeks and and then we need to determine yeah sand panels in in a classroom that could wait that could wait six weeks that's fine it's not Somebody's not going to hear the gospel. Not not going to hear the gospel because they don't have sand pa- sound sound panels in in a kids classroom, right? Yeah. Um,
0: Unless you don't know how to say sound panels, then they can't hear it.
2: <laughs> right, then they hear nothing. You know, words
0: are hard. <laughs> sound pins, some holes. There you <laughs> go. You did it, it well,
1: Blake. Great.
0: Okay, what's the next big like fellowship is dreaming and planning for this particular system overhaul? What's coming
1: in the next year or two? Yeah, the Non Sunday Critical, the the dream.
2: Yeah. So funny enough, we are in the the like very beginning stages of ripping out our entire control room. Um so we are going to upgrade like like you said earlier Toby, like we have the same cameras from 2002, the same age. we were they were cutting edge in 2002 and they were so very expensive and we've used them for 20 years. Um so we're in the process of upgrading those cameras are in the process of, um, upgrading our switchers. Um, and then, so that's kind of like tier one, tier two, tier three, um, we're getting new audio consoles. So hopefully, um, by spring of 23, so next spring, um, I'll have new desks, new snakes. Um, I have a lot of crosstalk in my snakes just cause the building is old. Um, and there are bugs here in Texas, which I'm I'm not from Texas, so I was like, oh, these bugs are big here. <laughs> there are scorpions in
0: Texas. <laughs> yeah, they're huge.
2: Creepy. Man. Okay, yeah. all the
0: techs out there want to know what consoles are you planning to upgrade to?
2: <laughs> yeah, so we're we're planning to go to Quantums, um, Digital Quantums. So I Tech, want, yeah. I, Tech, yeah. Yeah. I want three matching, right? So in broadcast right now, I have a profile, um, and I'm actually submixing. Funny enough, don't tell anybody. I'm submixing on a wing. Um, because I needed more inputs, <laughs> so I submix on a wing. Oh, wing, uh, broadcast. how embarrassing! Yeah, and I, I, yeah, I know. Don't tell anyone, we won't tell anyone. <laughs> Don't
1: worry, it's just the three of us here. We didn't yes. record. The three.
2: <laughs> um, and then out at front of house, I have a D show, and then down at Monitors, I have PM1B. So I would love to have three matching consoles, um, and then a snake. Uh, that's a big deal right now. Um, there are I just, snakes I have in ton Texas on a crosstalk on our snake. I know they're huge, too, yeah. right?
1: <laughs> just another reason. So we just have a ton. Ooh, have to go to Texas. Yeah. That's scary. And okay. I
0: remember you were showing me uh was it like the broadcast mix room where you guys have all the like the high-end, you know, studio preamps and compressors yeah. and EQs, but now it's it's basically just plugins that you're using anymore.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's I still have the gear. I'm standing uh in front of it, actually. Like we still have it. Um, I would love to get back to the point of using it. The problem is I don't have people who know how to use it. Um, and so it's, it, it's this catch 22 of like, I can give you this plugin that will just, you know, fix X, Y, and Z. And, or I can show you how to dial all these knobs and, you know, make sure everything's warmed up. That's a whole yeah.
1: different art.
2: It, it, it truly is.
1: So, <sighs> Speaking of training people, you know, sometimes it can go badly and then you can have an, an, an oh crap moment. Um, so we, we love asking people, like, when you've been in the game as long as you have, I mean, heck, it sounds like you've been mixing since you were in kindergarten at this point. Um, you have a moment in the live sound environment where something goes off the rails, whether it was on tour, whether it was at church, whether it was your fault, someone else's fault you want to throw under the bus or leave their name off entirely. Um, we would just love to hear some uh, some live sound, oh no moments from you
2: yeah um so this is i was asking the team uh yesterday i was like no i can't think of any like i i you should know i like have i can't remember things my memory is like not great so i like had to reach out to like my dad and i was like what do you think
1: well and because I- all your shows i would presume have been perfect you haven't had any these moments it's probably at the bar with someone else's moments
2: right yeah so i am i'm going to tell you a story about someone else's moment because Great i love it I throw them under Monday. the bus <laughs> <laughs> so one of our um sweet sweet little interns um he's not little not little at all he's like a he's going to be a senior in college this year um he was down at pm 1d and he pm 1d again is funky it's quirky we love her we love her dearly um but he somehow had turned off the global recall and recalled like the initialization scene. Um, so it wiped everything. And the global recall function on that desk um, means that you then can't recall anything else. Um, so he initialized the console essentially, taking it back to factory reset. Um and then had clicked this button that unbeknownst to us, he clicked and it's like pretty buried in some menus. Um And so couldn't recall anything, couldn't recall anything, couldn't recall anything. There were five minutes until we like started our service. And back then at fellowship and still now, um, we run on a clock and when you hit zero, you're live with campuses. So you can't be late. Um, there's no like, Hey, we got to push five minutes. Hey, we got to wait. Hey, we'll just like, let me see if we can figure this out. No, no, no. Like zero is zero. We got to move.
0: Ed, Um, Ed's going to be driving that Corvette out onto stage at, You know, moment zero. Literally. Yeah.
2: Moment zero. And campuses are gonna tune in. So if you're in the middle of a worship song, they're gonna hear the middle of a worship song. Mm. Um, so it was like, okay, well, we're going for it. So we sent the band out, we sent musicians out, and they had no ears for the whole first worship up top worship set. And we're like they
1: just fell off like their ears, like (laughs) someone cut them off like Peter with a sword, just okay.
2: Just yep. (laughs) Um, so finally, after some digging after some like frantic um, I think we made a few phone calls to like past engineers uh, who were like really good at the PM1d and were like listen we need some like we need some SOS help right now um and finally found this global recall function and and selected that and so then by the second half of the set they were they had them back but definitely a moment I uh, was glad that I, I did not hit the button. <laughs>
1: SOS, we are seriously out of service. Help, help. Yes. Oh, no. Well, that's fun. Um, so, Alexa, that was a, oh, crap moment. Let's go to a tech, yeah, moment. Like, this is going great. We um, we call this our tech takeaway at the end of each episode where um, we'd love to hear some advice that is, like, purely Alexa Ross. Like, she's the one who knows this. Like, it's it's kind of your, you know, the PM1D is quirky. This is your, your kind of quirky um tidbit of knowledge that you're like, I figured this out and it really works well for me. These can be philosophical. Most of the times they are. It could be technical. Um, It could be just whatever it is, any tiny detail or massive detail that goes into making your Sunday service better that you swear by.
2: I think for us, it's communication. Um, I tell my staff and my team and, and, and the people that I support, right? Because ultimately, I am in a support role. Um... I'm not out there leading worship, but if I don't do what I do well, um, like they can't lead well. Um, and so I, I tell them all the time, um, I can make miracles happen, but I need to have all the pieces. Um, so you have to be open with me, you have to be honest with me. Um, you know, we're we're talking about Easter, and we're talking about like potential special guests, and I was like, I need to know if you are going to have a special guest, even if you think for a moment we might have a special guest. If it doesn't work out, totally fine, but I need to see all the cards, I need to see all the pieces. Um, you know, include me in the loop on things. If you want to change the way a guitar sounds, I'm totally down. I'm hundred percent in, um, I just got to know, um, so that I can set you up for success. Um, help me. It's one of those, help me help you, um, kind of mantras I think is, is massive. And so, you know, even at some of these smaller churches, you know, pressing your, pressing your worship leader, pressing your, your worship coordinator. Hey, what are we, what are we doing this weekend? How can I better support you? Um, you know, Oh, you want to add a guitar this week? Yeah. Let's go for it. Let's, let's give it a shot. Right. It's, it's worth trying. It's worth the risk. It's worth the ask. Um, because I, I'm ultimately in a support role and I I want you to have the best service that you possibly can. Um, so that we can, we can share the gospel so we can spread the gospel to people.
1: I can make magic happen. I just need all the pieces. That might be a, a blog post right there. Like that, that looks like a great header image to a think piece right there. That's awesome. Um, do you have any plugs? Anything you'd like to, you know, let people know about if they enjoyed, uh, you know, hanging out with you here, and they want want some more Alexa Ross in their life.
2: You want a little more Alexa in your life? I don't know. You're gonna have to call me. But we well, <laughs> we uh, do love. Hey, Alexa. <laughs> yes. Yes. My parents are always like, "I'm so sorry. We didn't know in 1996 that that was going to be a thing, named after uh, Billy Joel's daughter." So
0: mm, there a we go. Fun tidbit
2: for you. Yeah um just at young radio um and then we have a new podcast starting called dumb ask A S K um podcast that's you gotta put that k in there. and uh, you do it's a very important <laughs> k what's it about <laughs> um all about like leadership and asking big questions asking dangerous questions that um and trusting that the you know that the lord is gonna you know receive those and and listen and hear those well so
1: That's awesome. I love that. I really love that title. That's really funny. We really appreciate you coming on. Yeah.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: Thanks for listening. And hey, congratulations on Surviving Sunday. If you happen to make it through next Sunday as well, join us again for your weekly Tech Breather.
0: Blake, um, I'm trying to imagine you in uh, the Ed Young signature jeans, and I just feel like they wouldn't quite fit your frame. I mean, Ed is like tall and good looking and built and you are you.
1: Yeah, I would really wear them if it had, you know, Juicy written across the butt cheeks like my women's sweatpants do. It might. I mean, lucky, not Juicy. You know, I
0: I don't know for sure what Ed Young puts in his signature jean line, but do you know what Ed Young
1: does every single week? He puts his uh, great, you know, pair of boots on the table while he's wearing those jeans, and he texts a friend. He says, hey, just got done listening to the Church Gear podcast this week. I bet you would love it. I bet you would. Tech yeah. Tech yeah. So... So send that text to your buddy right now, that church tech that needs to hear these funny stories and encouraging words. Just say, hey, listen to this. It's great. Tech yeah.
0: Okay, Blake, I've been working on some jingles for our new website
1: launch. So I've got churchy, churchy, church, church gear. T- t- Toby, what have I told you about singing on the podcast? It doesn't work. But you know what is working? Our new website. You can actually get it to load on your phone. You can actually buy a new piece of gear without your phone bursting into flames. Well, what if I spelled it out like C-H-U-R-C-G-E-R? T- Toby, Toby, stop. That is not working. But you know what is working? The search bar on our website. You can actually search speakers and speakers will appear. No joke, that didn't always work.
0: Okay, what if I just did something like go to churchgear.com? Uh, you know what? That one works.